your station for talk, music, and faith. QBM Radio Chicago, a service of urban broadcast media. It's the lifestyle show that gives you life. This, that, and the third on UBM Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Calvin King the third and Reese PC. Yo, 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 what is good, what is good? Thank you for tuning in once again to another live episode of This, That, and the Third with your boy Calvin L. King and the lovely Miss Reese PC Peanut Butter Cup. What's up, what's up? What's up, what's up? Hey, man, for those of y'all that were tuned in last week, man, I know y'all had a real good time with us. And for those of y'all that just joined us for the first time, we thank y'all for tuning in. Again, this is This, That, and the Third, brought to you by Urban Broadcast Media each and every Friday night at 8 o'clock, man. You know what I'm saying? We, we... We, we 30 plus these days, man. So we don't really do too much on Fridays. We keep the slow motion. Netflix and chili, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but at the end of the day, if y'all ever need to just get some laughs, get some entertainment, get caught up on some, some new gossip, some new lifestyle trends and things like that, make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in to Urban Broadcast Media's This, That, and the Third each and every Friday night right here on UBM, man. All right, man. So how you feeling today, Reese? I feel good. You feel good? good? Right. It's the last Friday of the year. Last Friday of the year. Turn up, man. 2016 can't leave quick Quick enough, enough. can it? Okay. Gotta leave, man. We're going to talk about a little bit of that. But first, let's recap what y'all may have missed last week, man. Shout out James Barnett uh, tuned in. All right, so last week, man, we talked about everything from business to sports to politics and technology. As it relates to business, we were talking about fool's gold. Uh, if y'all want to research where the ec- economy is going and where they're saying you should invest your money, check out this uh, Harvard economist known by uh, the name of Harry Dent Jr. Uh, in sports, we talked about Tim Duncan having his jersey retired. We also talked about LeBron and his posse uh, and the, uh, uh, the speech or acceptance speech that was given by uh, Jay-Z. On behalf of him winning the uh, Sports Illustrated Athlete of the Year. In terms of politics, we talked a little bit of everything from Trump to Putin to Kanye. You know what I'm saying? Do research that. And then in technology, we were talking about how they have these new driveless, um, you know, motorcycles pretty much for police officers. So now get expect, be expecting to get pulled over by um, robots. You know what I'm saying? So iRobot has arisen. And uh, the last piece, we just talked about some miscellaneous things, man. We just talked about a lot of this, that, and the third, as 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 the name would entail. But today is all about our last show of the year. It's about the season to remember. It's about season's greetings. Hope everybody had a, a very Merry Christmas. Hope everybody had a Happy Hanukkah, Rosh Hashanah. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't claim any type of religion, man, but I do cl- claim to be a spiritual dude. But shout out to all the different traditions and things that go along with uh, the holiday season. One of which is Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa, man. So I don't know if y'all tuned in on Facebook Live know about Kwanzaa, Coochie Chagalia, all that. But we're going to give y'all a little bit of information about it if you didn't know. Go ahead, Reese. Right. So, okay. So for me, Kwanzaa, I learned about it in junior high. One of my teachers. Um, What's your junior high name? Uh, Percy Junior. PJ. PJ. PJJ. Um, PJJR. PJJH. My teachers, um, he practiced Kwanzaa with his kids. Okay. So I remember in seventh grade really learning about it and really not coming back to it until now. Right, right. <laughs> um, because I want to teach my boys about it. So True. 
if you don't know what it is, basically there's seven principles in Kwanzaa. Um, and they are values of African culture, which contributes to building and reinforcing community among African Americans. Straight up. So I think it's a tradition, um, as black folks, we should, you know, practice. Please, please. Get out of just, you know, practicing and celebrating Christmas. So today is actually... Um, day five. Okay. And so the principle today is Nia, which means purpose. Um, is to make our collective uh, vacation the building and developing of our community in order to restore the people to their traditional greatness. Okay. So um, each day is a different uh, principle. Yesterday was Ujama. The day before that was um, Ujima. Mm-hmm. And then Very similar. Your favorite. Uh, <laughs> right, right, On the right. That's cooperative economics? Cooperative economics is, uh, no, that's not. Uh, Kujitagali is uh, saying our own word. Kujitagali is self-determination? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, that is my fa- that's my favorite word, not my favorite definition. Uh, Ujama is cooperative. Cooperative economics. economics. That's what I'm with. Right. Work together, build together, get money together. And so, Kujitagali is kind of about our telling our own stories, owning our own stories. It's self-determination. So it's to define ourselves, yeah, name ourselves, yeah. create for ourselves, speak for ourselves. There we go. There we go. Which is what we need to do within the black community. Okay. So if you don't know about it, I suggest you read up on it and then start celebrating and teach your kids about it. Because if we don't, it just kind of fades away. And this isn't a religious holiday, is it? It's just no. like a, a cultural it's type a cultural thing, thing, right? Uh-huh. So everybody can participate. Black, white, everybody. purple, everything. Right. It was just started with the African culture. Right. So I actually had the privilege, man. I don't know if y'all know this, but I got this uh, mentor. And she's only probably four years older than me, but whatever. Shout out to Asada, man. This is one of the dopest women I've ever met. And uh, I was actually working for her at the time. And she took me out to California. And we actually met the founder of Kwanzaa. Oh, really? Dr. Milani Karinga. And he's the teacher still. He's a professor, rather, at, um, I think it's California Long Beach University or okay. University of California Long Beach, whatever. But we met him, chopped it up with him, got to sit with him, ate dinner with Like, it was one of the dopest experiences yeah. ever. But meeting the actual founder, founder of, of a, a international um, tradition. tradition. I don't know if you would call it a holiday, but a celebration. And I participated. Shout out to Josh Mercer. That was the first. Uh, and, and Femi and the Connolly family. I've been to a couple different Kwanzaa celebrations. And uh, young brothers that I didn't even know, you know, had any stake in the game, actually celebrate this with their kids and with their families and things like that. So, man, tradition is good, man. I think that's something that we lost along the way, but that doesn't mean that we don't have the opportunity to get it back. Uh, right. Shout out so to it, Desmond. It starts from December 26th to January 1st. So oh, it's man. just a seven-day celebration. It's not a long thing. Right. Um. So it's it's not. So don't get overwhelmed with it. You just go out and buy the little candlestick. Right. And, you know. It's simple. It's simple, man. And simple is good, man. All right. So we gonna talk about New Year's Eve a little bit later, man. But right now, let's get into some news, man. So it's a lot going on on the celebrity front, man. If y'all tune in to TMZ or if y'all tune in to anything, man, I'm sure y'all probably done heard or seen a meme or a post about these two. And these two of you may be favorites or worse, depending on who you are. But we gonna talk a little bit about Draylo. Have you heard of the new wave with Drake and J-Lo? My two favorite people. Your two favorite people? Yep. So you are subscribing to the movement. Do you like seeing them together? Do you approve of their relationship okay. or what you know about it? First of all, I don't care. Okay. Could care less, right? Right. Got your own world. But Got your own world. I like Drake. I'm a fan of Drake. Right. And I like J-Lo. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of J-Lo just off of she do what she want to do and she Man. do it. Moves to the she beat of her own drum. about... What people are saying about right. her as far as how she jumped from different guys or to different relationships from different relationships. So, I mean, if she's feeling Drake right now, just understand that it's a part-time thing. Y'all Man. know J-Lo don't commit. Right. Get felt. Yeah. And, and Drake seems to be the same way, if I'm not mistook. Yeah. So, let's have fun. Is mistook a word? Together. 
No, it's not, but you know. But you know what I meant, though. Judge me by my judge me by my content. Judge me by my content. Hey man, at the end of the day, G, I think it's none of our business. But since we're talking about it, I would just say this: It seems like a, a wham bam, you know, this and a third type situation. But who else are they gonna rock with? Drake is kind of like the 2016 male thought of the year, right? <laughs> no. J Lo has a history of catching body after body, okay, after that, body, no, after no, body. No. And I'm not judging them. I'm just, you know, restating How history. How is he the male thought of the year? I heard some females say that, so I'm just repeating uh, unfactual facts. A male thought, huh? They said, yeah. I that, don't like that word. That so. he out there. That he out there. You well, got to change. I mean, hold the he. Every man is out there, so you ah! can't. Yeah. We, we, we'll get into that a little bit later because you is a difference between a, a man and a male. What? I'm just saying, it's a difference between a man and a male. If you're talking about a man that's out there, I don't know if he's really a man yet. You know what I'm saying? Just because you got man parts don't make you a man. I'll get back to that in a minute. Here you go. But at the end of the you know I'm deep. <laughs> All right, man. So we have to, uh, we about to take a break in a little while, but I do want to get y'all opinions. So if you tuned in on Facebook Live, please let us know have y'all heard about the uh, Drelo? What do y'all think about it, et cetera, et cetera. Now, they did say that. Just last night, there was a private uh, winter-themed prom-type situation, yes, where Drake and J-Lo were spotted together, obviously, and they were the king and queen of whatever this private event was. Okay. What do you think about that? Okay. They just like the attention at this point? Well, as an adult, I'm sorry. I just watched an episode of Married to Medicine, and one of the ladies had a 40th birthday party, and it was a prom. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't want to relive prom. I don't want to go back. You had a bad prom? prom? No, I had a great prom. Because you already heard about my prom. <laughs> and not on no nasty. I just had a very beautiful day. Yeah, and it was I like a, I had a good time. Okay, okay. But I don't want to relive it. Like, for what? I just think it's the allure of getting dressed and, and getting a limo for an Uber. And, huh? They, they're celebrities. They get dressed all the time. Why they do. They, they do. Who, whose idea was it to have a i don't know man but i mean homecoming like you can't never be like well i'm too old to go to homecoming i'm too grown to home co- go to homecoming i'm too much of a celebrity to go to homecoming it's homecoming I didn't go to my senior year homecoming see you got a junior year you got a lot you got a lot of uh things we need to address because we need to <laughs> we need to do some digging into that i'm gonna put you on the couch and let you just talk okay right, right. but at the end of the day i just feel like man you know they live in life man i know People have talked about it and never executed on it, but throwing a grown-up prom, you know what I'm saying? That's a dope idea to me, man. But before we go to break, I do want to throw this out there, and this is not so good. We like to celebrate the coming together of celebrities, but we never like to celebrate the uh, tearing apart of a family. But it seems like uh, Tiny from, you know what I'm saying, T.I. and Tiny, after a long, long, long uh, and well-advertised history together ever since Escape, the days of Escape when Tip wasn't even right. on, to being married as recently as 2010, uh, she's filing for divorce. And they just had a baby girl, and you know they got three kids total. I think it's two boys, one girl now. And she's filing for divorce. I don't know the actual cause of it. But um, unfortunately, it looks like the the, t- the 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 family hustle might be coming to an end. What are your thoughts on that? You know what? I love Tip. Tip is my favorite rapper. Okay. Indubitably. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Tiny cool. You know, I like their relationship together. I liked uh, the family hustle. It was cool. I just don't understand like why now, like why after the baby. Now? Mm-hmm. 
What like is it? Who? Is it postpartum? I mean, but she should, she got four shorties total, right? Or he got four shorties total, and they got three. I don't know. But whatever, you done had kids well, before. So eight, it's, a, it's, eight, it's a lot right? of them. But yeah, I don't know I if know he got the outside kids well, and she, she accepted them in. Okay, she only had one outside kid. I think he has two. Mm-hmm. So that's three. And if they got three Either together, that's go. six. It's just, it just don't make sense to have a, get a divorce right after a baby. Right. I don't. That, uh. But remember, we were talking. What are your thoughts about going with somebody or whatever you want to call it these days? Since the escape days, and then finally saying, "All right, now it's time to get married." Right, after you don't already been together for years. like y'all probably been together twenty years, yeah, and I, then got married, and only lasted six years of marriage. Well, you know, I don't think the women are going to agree with me, but I'm not. I'm not team marriage, so. You're not team marriage. No. Okay, so we're going to take a break on that, and we're going to get right back to that conversation. Again, I need to put a pin in that. Uh, shout out to uh, Tiff upstairs. She said, make sure y'all go to urbanbroadcastmedia.com, click on personalities, and then go on to this, that, and the third page, and y'all can yeah, view the interview support, that we're going to premiere a little bit later. And just stay in tune with us, man. Download the app, Urban Broadcast Media, spells as it sounds. Shout out to E-Dub, who joined in. Shout out to my sister, who owes me two lunches at this point. What up, bye? What up, Sierra? I see you, man. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna capitalize well, on the lunch. lunch we gonna go so to Mickey's, I mean, and we gonna go to uh, Lighthouse. You said what? You owe me lunch, so you're I will take to you to lunch. The day she takes me to lunch, I will take you to lunch <laughs> because I wouldn't have spent lunch much money. But uh, we gonna kick it to a little break real quick, pay some bills, man. We thank y'all for tuning in uh, to another episode of this, that, and the third right here on Urban Broadcast Media. We gonna pause for the cause, and we'll be right back. Y'all stay in tune. Don't go nowhere. Your search for Great Urban Radio ends here. Welcome to the new UBM Radio. Not only are we the home of D. Curtis Randall in the morning, we also kickstart your lunch with UBM Middays, plus other great shows like Music is Business, The Morning Kickoff with Mike Calibers, Warriors Talk with Lady Rochelle, Sports Motivation Chicago, and The Sir Walter Jones Show. Let our family entertain yours. UBM Radio. Hello everyone, Vinny here with Finney. We want to invite you to check out UBM Middays every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. And uh, what the heck is Grandpa Hicks doing over there, man? You just find your own business over there. I'm over here doing the, the weather report. No, not the weather report. What am I? Whatever Grandpa's doing, just join us UBM Middays, 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. we got great music, great talk. Uh, even throwing a Bible verse or two, something like that. And it's right here on the new UBM Radio. Grandpa, cut that out! You don't usually get a stock tip from a 16-year-old, but I'm here to tell you about a different kind of stock. It's called Better Futures, a stock for social change that's not about making money. Instead, you invest to help students like me go to college. This is beyond a simple donation. It's the opportunity for America to invest in its kids and take an active stake in the future of the country. The return on your investment isn't money. What you get back is knowing you protected our potential. So one day, that potential can grow up to become surgeons and architects, executives and engineers. People who can change the future just by being a part of it. My name is Alicia, and I'm your dividend. Invest in better futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. A public service announcement brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council.
Yo, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back And thank you for tuning in to this, that, and the third Right here on Urban Broadcast Media With your boy Calvin L. King And the lovely Miss Reese PC Peanut Butter Cup, man We just paused for station identification, man But we are back And before the break, we were talking about Drake and J-Lo We were talking about T.I. and Tiny And now we're going to go into a little bit of sports And Reese ain't here And she don't know about sports No way, so uh, I'm going to keep it moving, man But we got the babies in the building, man We got Callie in the building We got Nehemiah in the building We got Noah in the building We got Lil Sausage on uh Facebook Live, y'all make sure y'all download the Urban Broadcast Media app and y'all let us know, you know what I'm saying, what y'all thoughts and opinions are on the things we're talking about. So as it relates to sports and entertainment, man, shout out to J. Cole with the Deja Vu instrumental playing in the background too. Shout out to my man D. Curtis Randall, who's right running that board like like uh Hussein Bolt. He running that board, G. So um did y'all hear this? Shannon Sharp, this is uh the former NFL player, man. Shout out to Shannon Sharp because he a dog. Shout out to Sterling Sharp, because he was cold on uh Tecmo Bowl. But uh, he said that LeBron James is hands down, hands down, not argumentably, but hands down going to be uh, regarded as better than MJ. First of all, I don't even got to say his whole name. Right. So that should tell you something uh, when it's all said and done. So, I mean, we could sit here and debate all day. Is it Mike? Is it Kobe? Then LeBron, LeBron, then Kobe or all these other NBA legends and this and a third. I'm not here to debate that. I want to know from you all and I want to know from Reese. The, the one and only I want to know um, What determines greatness Whether we talk about sports Whether we talk about Just icons in general What determines greatness In your opinion Um Well I think you have to be Great on and off the court Okay So Here's where I think LeBron will win Okay Talk about it Because I love Michael Jordan Right You do You do I, I see do. the way you light I up do. I, I see do. the way you light up See lit. Is, Those are the golden years That's right. when I watch basketball <laughs> So anyway um, I, I do think both players are great on the court, but I think I've seen more from LeBron off the court. I okay. think he is doing more for his community, for his people, sending kids to college. And so you you can't compare. I mean, what has Mike done besides sell all these gym shoes and got people waiting in line every couple months? Right. I mean, but have we researched it too, though? Because they say the same thing about J and B, and then we find out that they're well, doing okay, so numbers. They're doing numbers. Gave, Mike might be doing numbers. He gave a million dollars to the police, and he gave a million dollars to the NAACP. Right? And, then, and didn't he? What up, Kels? I see Kelly Ferris in the building. Thank you for joining. But didn't Mike also win a lawsuit against Dominic's, and they was like, you know, using his name, falsely in Santa and he donated all of that to Chicago Nine for Profits? Had he heard of that? Cause that when, happened. When was this? That was a thing. It was like 2015. That's what I'm saying. Is it? Is it that these um, icons are not, you know, stand-up guys and gals off the court, or is it the fact that that doesn't make the news? Um, well, well, Jordan's gambling problem will make the news. Jordan's dad getting kidnapped and and killed will yeah, make the okay. news. Okay, so but Jordan's been out a long time. He has, but so, I mean, Jordan for a long time. What has he done? That's like. Okay, if he did win and, and donated money, great. That right. was 2015. Right. What was he doing in the 90s? What was he doing in the early 2000s? Maybe you that nigga prays hard. Maybe he prays for people. Is it all about money? <laughs> I'm just asking. See, like, if we don't got it and we don't have money, people don't expect us to well, tie in, in money. They expect us to tie in time and service and prayer. Right. But we expect those who have made it out to come back and give back and lift others up, right? True. Who he sent to college? Who did, who did he send the college? That's a you question. Like, so, I mean, I guess we can look this up and we can talk about it next right. week. But I just don't think it. Steve Harvey probably has done more than Michael Jordan has. Okay, I'm clear. I'm clear. I need to know what the people online think. And t- uh, shout out to my sister, Keisha. Just tuned in, man. So y'all let us know, man. Does Mike do enough? Off the court, you know what I'm saying? I know he's done a lot for the sneaker culture and, you know what I'm saying, just for the uh, elevating the game of basketball and the NBA and all that. But is LeBron a better 
holistic activist. person and activist. Yeah. He, he has stood for a lot of things. You know what yeah. I'm saying? LeBron is not shied away from the limelight, and he's not. He doesn't do it in an opportunist fashion, in my right, opinion. Right. He like this is who I am, That's and y'all can hate it or love it. Same way he wasn't finna take off that Yankees hat to go to a Cleveland game. Right. He wasn't finna um, take off that shooting shirt because they were gonna find him when it was a uh, Black Lives Matter rally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, what do y'all think, man? Is uh, MJ or LeBron a greater person? All things considered, with the basketball piece as a as a person and as a contributor to the culture in some way, as progressing the culture and, and being a leader, y'all let us know. But what I will say this is, time has changed. So mm-hmm. during MJ's time, I mean, we didn't have phones, technology, social media. Right. So it it things might have been more private as right. to what he was doing. Right. And then we didn't have cops killing black folks the way they were, or at least they didn't have cameras catching them all. Sure, you know, indeed. Catching them doing it. It's been happening. So it's 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 different. Two different generations. So I. It's hard to compare, and I wish they stopped comparing everybody to MJ because times have changed. Okay, so things gonna be different. MJ is is great in his own right, right, and LeBron is great in his own right. And you know what? I think that what really even further emphasizes your point that it's not just about all that happens on the court because we got my man Jonathan Johnson. What up, JJ? Shout out. He said it's Mike, then Kobe, then it's LeBron. But when you're talking about basketball, maybe. But we didn't even mention Kobe. Why? Because of the scandalous lifestyle that he had as a player, I think. You know what I'm saying? Kobe can't do enough these days for people to be endeared to him. People are like, man, you know what I'm saying? The whole little uh, thing in Colorado, buying the diamond. Not people still talking about it, but I think they've written him off as a good person. Same with Tiger Woods. Would you would you disagree? Like when you fall from grace, it kind of changes the way that people view you as a a legend, maybe. I think I think for the black males, Mm -hmm. I think that's what happens. And so I think it's important for us as in support of them for Kobe and Tiger Woods specifically. I think we have to continue to support them because we understand that men mess up. They make mistakes. It happens. All the time. Um, (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) But so I don't think that makes them a bad person. Right. They just made a bad choice or a bad decision. Now they had to recoup from it. But I, I think Kobe's a great dude. Okay. I don't know what much of what he's done right, right, outside right. of the court, but I think he's cool. I'm gonna be cool. Shout out my barber, man, the the, the master barber, Steve DeRusso, tuned in all the way from Arizona. And shout out Whitney White, who says from Drake. Arizona? He, he's in Arizona. He's from, he from the shadow. Send well, actually, he's from Haiti by way of Florida, then came, went to Northern, then he moved to, he moved his family to Arizona and started an uh, executive room out there. On the real. Shout out to the That's entrepreneur. Up. Shout out to the executive room. Uh, Whitney White says uh, Drake and J-Lo are not a good couple. T.I. and Teeny, uh, yeah, Teeny shouldn't get uh, divorced because they're the perfect couple. MJ is the best. LeBron James, I don't care much about him. <laughs> all right. They went down all that time. This is opinion, quick. right? I appreciate the <laughs> feedback. All right, so did you have a um uh, uh sports icon or any person that inspired you the most on the celebrity front when you were growing up? And if so, who? Well, when I was growing up, I guess I mean, like I said, it was it was Michael Jordan. Um, it was the whole Bulls franchise. Jay all day. Ryan Shout out Harper, Pip. Yeah. Scotty Pippen. Come on, man. Tony. What, what was Tony Kukoc? Yeah. Come on, I mean, man. Like, Bill Winnington. Yeah. That, Bill that Cartwright. Will the squad. squad. I mean, as I got older, you had the the Williams sisters. Oh yeah, Venus and Serena did yeah. their thing. But yeah, what happened to Venus? She's Venus she good. Still playing. She okay. Yeah, but she you know she stay out of the limelight. She she, as as I'm not gonna say she's not as good as Serena because she she's beat slugging as Serena. She's beat Serena several wow. times. Let's check. Let's check. Yeah, we we now. do. We do. She but always will be the big sister. She's not as thick as Serena. She's definitely so not Serena that snickle. Has the popular vote. Excuse me. <laughs> hey, I just saw her twerking the other day. No, has nothing to do with nothing. Nah. 
Serena. Oh yeah, yeah, Serena, Serena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Venus. Uh, nobody wants to see that. Look, so we're gonna switch out of sports and entertainment and go to uh local celebrity news real quick, man. So in local celebrity news, man, God rest his soul. Shout out to Lil Doo-Wop tuned in, man. I think when it comes to sports, I like to consider which uh athlete made their team mates better. Yeah, that's a good yeah, point. That's, that is. That's a very good point. Which person helps the team? Right. Yeah. Who's, who, who's the character guy? Yeah. Who's the character guy? Um shout out Callie. Alright, so going into local celebrities, man, did you know that uh the one year anniversary of the untimely passing of the legendary DJ, Chicago DJ, uh the world famous actually Tim Buck Two just passed on December nineteenth. He actually passed two thousand fifteen. December ni- December fifteenth. December 19, 2015, and they just had a, a, a cool little celebration for him at Metro Chicago on the 20th in honor of his life, in honor of his legacy, in honor of his foundation, Timothy Francis Jones Foundation, and just everything that he did to contribute to the city, man. Timbuktu was in charge of WGCI's hit show, which puts on, you know what I'm saying, those up-and-coming artists here in the city, uh, and it was called, it's called Go Ill Radio, and then he also, you know, went on tour with the Lupe's and the Commons and the, and the, uh, Kanye's just all around dope dude and unfortunately he lost his battle with cancer around um, this time last year man so we just uh, you know are making sure that we're paying homage and uh, making sure that we're shining light on the life and the legacy that he left behind man because dude was able to still get the city lit even from the spiritual realm that's that's very hard to do you know what I'm saying I always said when I pass away I want my uh funeral to be like the best party i ever threw you know what i'm saying i, I kind of th- i kind of kick it a little bit but i want the best party that people ever come to in my honor to be my funeral because please don't please know that that's a graduation into heaven and that's not like you know what i'm saying a negative time or sometime that you want to be uh somber and, and weeping and stuff like that so i like the way they celebrated him uh what are, you, what are your thoughts and what's your me- fondest memory maybe of uh timbuktu well yeah i saw it on um snapchat i think i saw mm-hmm. dj Ferris and a couple everybody can follow yeah. um i saw him there and I, I, it was really sad for his untimely death. Right. Um, and so I think that the support that they still show him and and, and his remembrance and all that good stuff, I think, I think that's good. Right. Um, but I do think we need to celebrate our people while they're here. But how do we do that, though? How do we do that? How do we show love to the influencers while they're still alive to smell the roses? Um, you know, by just... It doesn't have to be a big function. Right. But just by, you know, saying, hey, I appreciate you today. Right. What's up? Right. I love you today. Right. Hey, how you doing today? It's now, just- is that is that influencers and celebrities? He said money. D. Curtis Randall said <laughs> money, money. Pay them. Yeah, Pay yeah. Them Pay them. Pay, Pay the people. Them. Stop hey. asking them to do stuff for free. Stop asking artists to do stuff for free, man. Artists don't have to starve, man. Right. right. Let them be great, That's right? I want to eat. So so, and this isn't just going for artists. This isn't just going for influencers. It's going for people in general, Everybody, man. Like, yeah. have you told somebody? Those of y'all on live, have you told somebody that you love them today? Have you told somebody thank you today? Have you told somebody that you forgive them today? That's a big part, man. Because I think that unforgiveness is like drinking poison, thinking the other person's gonna die. That's what we learned in my church and Power and Wisdom Ministries, man. And it's something that means a lot to me because you sitting here mad at a person, you sitting here resentful at a person, you sitting here letting your mind wonder about the the why behind why this person did what they did to you and made you feel the way they made you feel. And they are oblivious to it. They don't even know, like, yo, I didn't even know I hurt your feelings that bad. I didn't even know that you took it that type of way or felt some type of way or got in your feelings, right? But then on the flip side and on the more positive side, when people do make you feel good about yourself, when people do make you enjoy your time out at the club, enjoy your time at church, enjoy your time anywhere in their presence, you know what I'm saying? How do you 
show appreciation. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's something that we need to do better at. That's something I know I need to do better at. It's showing appreciation for people while they're still here. What song is this playing right now? This is uh, Maroon 5. Uh, featuring Justin Bieber, Don't Wanna Know. So this is something I've researched. Yeah, it's, it's kind of catchy. Callie, you know this song? I like Maroon 5, you know though. Maroon 5 is hot. Maroon 5 Maroon is Maroon 5 decent. came and performed at Warburg College my very first year. Okay. And, um... They what year was that again? No, Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this is right before they hit. And that literally, maybe six months after they came and performed at my school, we seen them on TRL. And they went up. I was like, what? And they went up, Z. You know, that same thing happened with Ye, man. Ye came down and did Through the Wire and all the stuff off uh, College Dropout at some rinky-dink uh, hall at University of Champaign. The, the IOTAs brought them out. You know what I'm saying? No disrespect, but, you know, it was kind of yeah. like, ah, you know, I don't know if I'm even going to that. I think... Right. I think it was one of them big weekends, and they brought them down, and I came home to go shopping for the next day. Like, ah, kind, kind who? Right. And my boy was telling me, like, man, this producer, rapper dude, he next, he the new wave, blah, blah, blah. And I skipped that concert. And next time he came down, he was at Assembly Hall. He cost about 60 He cost about 60 I just saw something on Twitter that was saying, what's this, 2016? So maybe it was like 2011. No. Maybe early 2000s, you could still get a Kanye beat for $500. Mm-hmm. It was running that on Twitter. I was like, yeah. wow, really? It don't That's take... A lot of people to know. T- man, it's like you can't overestimate what you can do over a period of time, and you can't underestimate... You can't underestimate what you can do over a period of time, and you can't overestimate what you can do over a day, man. So yeah. overnight c- celebrity and overnight success takes 10 years, y'all. So y'all stay the course. All right, man. So um, we're going to transition... Well, actually, we got one more local celebrity we want to get to, man, because we had an exclusive interview that you and I got to do earlier this week by upcoming Chicago... Chicago artist man this dude is dope this dude is young this dude is just positive energy all day and you know what that's what we about here on this that and the third make sure for those of y'all that are just tuning in that you know that you tuned into this that and the third right here on urban broadcast media you can catch us each and every friday night at 8 p.m by downloading the urban broadcast media app or going to www.urbanbroadcastmedia.com and streaming live uh at the eight o'clock hour on friday evenings man so we're gonna go to an exclusive interview that we did earlier this week with a young bull coming up in the game man He's a R&B, rapping, just, you know what I'm saying, one of them dudes, man, that can kind of do it all. And I'm going to let the interview speak for itself. If you want to hear the live interview, go up a little bit earlier. Tiffany Harrell has taken the liberty of posting the full interview to our webpage, which, again, is www.urbanbroadcastmedia.com. And you just click on personalities and go to this, that, and the third, and you can hear the whole interview. But here's a sneak peek of what you'll have to uh, listen to, man. B. Curtis, go to that uh, little clip, man, and let the people hear it. And you a whole 18 now, right? Yep. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, where can the people go to hear your music? Where yeah. can they go? Oh, yeah, uh, all my social media is I am Chaotic Music, I A M K A O T I K Music. That's my SoundCloud, my YouTube, Straight up. Consistency. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, you name it, I got it. You said it's easy peasy, man. Once you find them, you can link to everything else you got going on, man. And you got a new project you're working on now. Like, I, I checked you out on YouTube before you came, and you got a dope project. Tell us a little about, about a little bit about your new single. Oh, yeah, the new single's called Attention. Uh, shout out to I Shot That. He the one who shot the video. Yeah, uh, yeah. on the beat. Gotta have uh, a team. Gotta have a team. Yeah, that way, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that... That song, you know, it's 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 a love song. Okay. So it's it's about you know the girl she wants attention, you know. So I Who say. Who that sound like? 
Calvin. Okay. Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, yeah, so basically, basically, like, you know, it's just a little love song and she wants attention and it's just a conversation. Like, I can give you more than attention. You right. Know? And then I, at the end of the song, I'm like, all right, I give you attention, but this is what I need from you in order for me to give mm. you that. You know what I'm saying? Say, what's up with that 50-50, dog? Right. So, so did you write this for a, with a particular person in mind? You got a young lady that this was inspired by or you yeah. was just like, yo, let me just go? It was kind of like a just let me just go kind of thing, really. Yeah. And I just I just put myself in the situation like, all right, let me think if I had a girlfriend for real. I need to talk to a little female real quick. Right. See what that's like. So. Okay. To see what that's like. See what that be like. Because I, I actually want to um, premiere the track, man. Is the track out? Can people get to it and all that now? Oh, yeah. It's on YouTube right now. All right. Can we play a little bit? See if the people respond? Hey, hey, go and cue that up for us, man. Let's see what that track talking about, man. This is your boy Chaotic, man, on this, that, and the third, man. He, we doing the exclusive premiere of Attention. Y'all get us a listen, man. We're going to talk about it when we come back from this. It's not even good. Scoreboard. It's two points. It don't matter. Scoreboard. We're not doing that. Oh, my God. Watch out, man. You're not even good. You ain't doing a whole thing. What? Look. Oh, you lucky I got the remote controller. You lucky I got the remote controller, bro. Come on, man. Where's my foul? Come on, bro. You cheating. Hey, I think they sell them in that wall. Just go buy one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like this week. Look at this. Look. Hey. It's a bonnet. Hey. Why, why you pausing? Bro. I, I got to get over side like this. Now was Kobe when we met. You had to know me. Cuffed you up. I'm your police. Couldn't be by my lonely. They can't kick it. I'm your goalie. You go, girl. You my baby. I'm your baby boy. I'm not Jody. Baby, tell me what you want. I know that you want something. I know that you really need a. Give you time, I can manage. 
I know you love me, but do you trust me? I get the chills when you rub and touch me. What you need from me, just let me know. I'ma stay true, don't make me go. You my life, but we so heavy, though. We so heavy, whoa, whoa. And you my baby, oh, oh, oh. And there it is, world. You have the exclusive premiere of Attention by none other than the boy Chaotic in the building right here at Urban Broadcast Media with this, that, and the third. Your boy Calvin L. King and the lovely Miss Reese PC, man. So that was a dope track. First of all, salute. All right. We was talking when we was off the air about how professional that sounds. So shout out to the team, man. Who who uh, helped put that together? And even the video is dope, too. Y'all need to check that out as well. I yeah, will. All right, welcome back to this, that, and the third with your boy Calvin L. King and the lovely Miss Reese PC Peanut Butter Cup. That was an exclusive interview by uh, Chicago's very own Chaotic, man. This is an up-and-coming young artist, man. Y'all need to support that brother. What'd you think of that track, man? The little love ballad that the brother brought us. You know, after meeting him and talking to him, he's so, he's so cute, so sweet. Um, his song is dope, though, so y'all just be looking out for him and, and follow him and watch what he does and, and support them man because at the end of the day and i think we was talking about this the other day the way that you treat people that can do something for you whether that's you know they got the sauce and you just trying to you know whatever it might be social media clout it might be uh money it might be you know what i'm saying popularity i don't know whatever it is that you want in life that somebody else has that you can get from them treat them how you would treat them in that situation when they don't have it when they don't have anything right. to give to you when right. you are the one that has everything to give and nothing to gain that's when you are genuine and that's when you're actually going to be planting seeds that reap a bountiful harvest in my opinion all right so uh, again for those of y'all that just tuned in this is this and the third on urban broadcast media uh every single friday night at eight o'clock you can catch me and my lovely co-hostess with the most miss reese pc thank y'all for tuning in on facebook live i know we're recording early tonight but at the end of the day you can hear this man and you can stream this and you can repeat this by going on my page and then just replaying sharing and all that so even if you couldn't download it if you couldn't stream it live from the uh, website you can always check us out on facebook live as well the name is exactly. calvin l king uh, it's family. It's family Friday here. So shout out Callie in the right. building. Shout out the <laughs> twins in the building. Shout out Maddie in the building. Shout out Calvin Lee, King the Fourth downstairs doing his thing. All right. So um, before the break, we was talking about a little bit of everything from J Lo and Drake to Tina, Teeny and Tiny breaking up to some sports news to uh, lo- local celebrities, and we just talked about my man Chaotic. Now we're gonna go into relationships, man. So this don't have nothing to do with nobody but us, and we're gonna tell you just some things that's you know some things that we think, some things that we live. Um, and one of the main things I want to know is what are the three top essentials that you must have in an effective successful relationship Reese? communication communication is one of the it's number one or is just one of the top three i think it's top three um just because that's always the complaint that i get <laughs> what's, your, what's the complaints you get i'm a horrible communicator <laughs> horrible communicator in, in what regard like you know most communication is non-verbal so is it you just not saying how you really feel or you don't talk a lot uh, well, I don't talk a lot. Um, she doesn't. I don't. She doesn't. I only speak when I have something to say, and I just I love like, that I about feel like her. Most though. women just talk, and that's what gets on me nerves. They just talk about nothing. Excuse. And nobody wants to hear that. So. What up, base God? What up, base <laughs> so, God? You know, I think communication. I think trust. Trust, communication. Trust, and what's the last one? What would you say? I know what I would say. What would you say? I would say. Um, 
Resilience. Okay. I would say resilience because I think the only guaranteed in life, or I'm sorry, the only guaranteed in a relationship is conflict. Because two two people yeah. coming together are always going to have their separate truths, their separate realities, their separate upbringings, their separate families, their separate all this and all that. And you bringing it together, there's going to be some friction, there's going to be some conflict of some type of sort. You have to have resilience to make it through that. In addition to open and honest communication and, like Reese said, trust. And friendship. Friendship. friendship date that, your friend I've never yeah. done that I need to try that though it's, Date your friend It's the bomb Yeah you Date your friend Cause you can talk about anything It's right. like you know That's your homie You can do stuff together You hang out together Homie love a friend together. Um, You talk about His friends together Y'all mm-hmm. talk about Your friends together Right You know you can be solo You can be in a group setting um, And just being real comfortable With that person Alright so those of y'all that are tuned in man What do y'all think What are your top three must haves To have a successful relationship Man we saying trust We saying honest Open and honest communication We're saying resilience You gotta you gotta persevere through some things And you gotta be friends man So what do you do If you find yourself in a relationship With somebody that was based on Man we just had that physical thing And we didn't really know each other But now we into it Into deep really Like we in a relationship But we weren't friends And you finding out Y'all really don't rock like that How do you handle that Do you get out you know Or do you try to develop a friendship i always let them break up with me Uh, what you mean you like getting dumped (laughs) you like getting dumped so they can't never say like yo ladies look fellas too talk to the ladies talk to the people talk to the people tell them put them on game okay so i feel in my situation you know the guy is usually still attached and i have moved on right Mm. even though we still in a relationship Mm. and so i just found that it's easier when the guy initiates the breakup or when he feels like he's ready or he's done with it, mm-hmm. he comes to you and say, you know, this ain't working, whatever, whatever. He feels good about himself. Right. Right. Feel good about yourself, boo. I've right. been over it. Been okay? done. I've been done. Been but done. I just think that eliminates the drama because when right. a woman is done and the man is still in it, it's he not going to let go. He's right. still holding on. you got to deal with all that emotional stuff. And I'm like, right. I don't want to deal with that. So ain't nobody got time I for that. I found that it's easier to let them break up with me. And they usually always come back. And I don't be trying to hear that. Mm. Reese must got that uh, <laughs> sweetest thing they've ever known. Yeah, Chris Bass says love, friendship, and trust. Shout out Chris Bass, man. Yeah. Love, friendship, and trust. And James said, is your show longer than mine? Yes, boy. You're on you UBM Youth. Right. We on UBM Youth. We on UBM Grown Up. Right. So, uh, yes. Grown folk business. <laughs> All right, man. So um, what do y'all think, man? What are the top three things that must be included into a relationship in order for it to be successful? Why y'all uh, engage with us and tell us about that? I'm going to ask Reese this. Uh, what's your position on giving or getting relationship advice from friends or family members? Um. Okay, I'll give it if you ask. Okay. If you ask, I'll give a very non-judgmental opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't expect you to take it. You just asking me, and we have right. a conversation. Yo, bad. Um. Now, do I take advice? If I ask, then then I'm really just looking for an opinion. I'm really just looking right. for a third party. Right. Opinion on the situation because they know nothing of the situation. Right. Um, does it mean I'm gonna use it? Maybe, maybe not. But I just want an, uh, an opinion. Right. I don't mind that, but I hate 
I hate people who give advice and, and get mad at you when you don't take it. Right. Well, you're not doctor such and hey, such. Bro, I got to live with therapist. this decision. Yeah, yeah. I got to live with this decision. I just want to discuss it. I just maybe, right. you know, want to talk it through. That's usually what I like to do. Now, I did read this book called uh, Men Are From Mars, Girls Are From Venus, something I, like that. I heard about it. And um, it was pretty much saying how when women have, not just in relationships, but in life, when they have an issue that they're facing or trying to, you know, figure out a solution to, they talk, 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 and eventually they kind of talk themselves towards the right path, the direction they end up taking. Yeah. With men, it's like we go to this little cave and we get real sheltered and secluded and we like, man, I'm going to figure it out. And by the time I come out of this hiatus, then I'll be ready to talk again because I will have come up with the solution. I don't need to talk. I need to think. So it seems like the men are more so the internalizers and the women are more the vocal, vocal ones. Have yeah, you experienced I, that? I, 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 can, I can say that. Okay. I can say that. Just because I'm a little bit of both. Sometimes I just want to talk to myself about it and <laughs> think about it and then figure out what I'm going to do. Because like right. I said, I, I usually do what I want to do anyway. Right. Um, but I do think men internalize things. Some women do too. Right. And it's not always good. You do need to talk it out. Right. Get it out. And I ain't going to say all men because I, I know some emotional men. Man. And they can't hold none in. The moment they feel it, they ready Man. to go. We cry together. <laughs> face ass <laughs> i ain't know that z i mean i used to not i used to literally not cry at all you know what i'm saying but it was on purpose it wasn't natural like i don't feel like crying it was like nigga i ain't finna cry you know what i'm saying but then when i got to the point where i was comfortable in my manhood i was just like man you gotta let some, some yeah, stuff y'all let out it's like but it, for what happened for me and i i keep it 100 with y'all when i went through my divorce i went through a um I went through therapy where I was just talking to this random lady on the phone. Not a random lady, but a therapist on the phone that happened to be a female. And it was like I would I would say anything, man, whether I was uh, throwing the blame or accepting the blame or whatever the case was. Shorty was just like, mm-hmm. And what else? Mm-hmm. It felt good. And, and she was just listening. She yeah. wasn't judging. She wasn't saying you're right, you're wrong. She was just like, I hear you. And that's all sometimes we need as men and women, as humans. We just need to know that somebody is listening, dog. And I need somebody that I can release this into. Yeah. And I think that's, that's what, maybe why a lot of dudes cheat because they got to get that release into something. And they don't know how to articulate it. They know how to phys- physical right. dominate. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. The, Therapy is not something that it. we as a black culture need to shy away from, dog. Right. You want to release it and not worry about it going somewhere Not else. Not worrying about it coming back. Yeah. And that's, that's why I don't key. do that with family and friends. Shout out to my mom. My mom minds her mother business. Gee, my mom don't be on none of that. I was like, Mom, I'm getting a divorce. She was like, All right, um, I'm going to be in town. If y'all want to go to Chicken and Waffles, just let me know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, my mom ain't for none. See, she is not Mama in the mix. Life, okay? She is not in the mix. I remember, G. It was it was several times and several occasions where I just felt like, man, I need to get this out this and third. But then I kind of had that example of my mom kind of keeping a lot of things close to the breast, being able to, you know, what I'm saying, articulate to to her pastor or whoever her confidant was. But she wasn't that gossiping type, but wasn't that type that had to go out and shout it on the mountaintop and try to get attention. We just got to get that release, man. So shout out to uh, Pastor Sherry, man, Mama Sherry, man, for holding it down. Shout out to uh, Lynn Solar. She was in the building uh, a couple weeks ago, man And she came to the house warming So thank you, Queen, for coming through uh, She tuned in Bass guy's still in here Jimmy Jans is in here Laverne Coke You in here, Coca-Cola I see you miss right on the real Congratulations on your new car I see you uh, flexing on Facebook, G um, So we're talking about relationships We're talking about what it takes to have a successful relationship And uh, do you give advice or receive advice from family members and friends And now we're going to talk a little bit about 
our ugliest breakups and our ideal relationships, man. So if y'all have those, tune in, tune in, and uh, t- t- you know, let us know what your ugliest breakup is, what your uh, most ideal relationship is. So we kind of talked about ideal relationships in terms of what they must include. Have you ever had a ugly relationship? All right. Well, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk about mine real quick. I'm gonna let you handle that. So I had. I, like I said, I got divorced, right? But it wasn't necessarily ugly. It was just one of those things where when kids are involved, you know, you're still connected for the rest of your lives. So usually when I, uh, you know, get into a relationship and I get out of a relationship, it was just me and that other person that I had to worry about. So it wasn't really anything that was like, ah, oh, man, you know what I'm saying? I got to consider somebody else's feelings or well-being or a livelihood uh, while transitioning out of this relationship. So not only was my... um relationship with my ex-wife the longest relationship i've ever been in but it was the only one in which um you know fruit and in the form of children were actually produced so my i I wouldn't even call it ugly i would just say it was comparatively ugly because i mean we working on i guess shout out chanel i hope we working on being friends and all that stuff but um it ain't no beef no riff no this and a third we just got to kind of keep the kids at the center of what we do and just you know stay centered on that and as long as we have that common goal of making sure that the kids are straight and the kids self-actualize then that's all we can do that's all god wants us to do god hates divorce no doubt but he hates you not uh manifesting into that what he purposed you for even more than he hates divorce so don't sleep if y'all are in a relationship and it's not working and it's not godly and it's kind of toxic and stuff like that and y'all got to get out God doesn't like divorce, no doubt, but he he hates even more the fact that you will stay in a relationship to not self-actualize and to become that which he purposed you to be. All right, so Reese, tell us a little bit about, if you had one, your ugliest breakup. Ugliest breakup. Well, let's see. Okay, so, I don't know. Okay, I'll give you two. Give me two. Um. So, the first one, it took me like a year to break up with this guy. Come on, man. Just because, and I had moved out of state, moved away. That thing. And. <laughs> that thing. <laughs> he would still come back and forth, but I had finally, like, just. D. Curtis say, Talk about it, D. Curtis. We know what it is. You know, once you move A away year? And you get on your own stuff, and you doing, and they're not there every day. It's like, oh, I'm free. Man. And. When he would come, he wasn't adding to anything. Mm. Still like stressing me out and just keeping Take the drama. It. Nobody wanted to deal with that. Right. I didn't. I felt like I didn't have to deal with it anymore. That's really what it was. I didn't right. have to deal with it. And so, shot him a text like, "Yo, you know, next time you come out here, all your stuff will be in your car. Wow. You grab it and then you know, wow. peace. And that was like months. It took months for him to stop calling, yeah. stop, you know, come get his stuff. Like to just leave me alone. Sweetest thing yeah. I've ever wow. known. It was rough. That was, that was rough. Shut up. Okay, what was the other one? Um the other one was I was in high school and I um I broke up with actually I didn't break up with him. He broke up with me, but I had started seeing somebody else mm. and he found out about it. Mm. He had that, which I wanted him to find out about it because mm. I caught him. At the movie theaters with somebody else. What was the show they went to see? Players Club. What they go see? Austin Powers Two. What they go see? The black movie. Shrek One. Vampire in Brooklyn. <laughs> look, look, this is how it happened. Above the rim. Look, me and my girlfriend was going down the stairs to go to the washroom. Him and his girl, him and his friend, walk in. Right? Mm. He like. Hey, hey, my ass. Yeah. Hey, I'm caught. <laughs> hey, I know you, don't I? 
Damn. So how you play? You play the smooth? I was like, hey. You, you the coolest. You the coolest anyway. I'm not going to give you no scene. I'm just not. Yeah. She's not one of those. And his mom loved me and his mom told me. And um, I was just like, all right, I'm done with you. So I started kicking it with somebody else who had the same name mm. as him. And uh, he found out. He came to my house like, you messing with somebody else? Yeah. What's the problem? Yeah. <laughs> James, meet James. <laughs> <laughs> Thought you had one. Exactly. I, that's exactly. wild, D. I'm, I'm glad, man. But, um, man, just shout out to Black Love, man. I think we, we talk a lot about divorce and right, negativity right. and this and third. When you got black love, man, that's a beautiful thing. Shout out D. Curtis Randall, man. I don't know how long he's been married, but this dude has an awesome relationship with his years. lovely wife. Three years? 300 years? Three. Three years? Three, three years. G, this shout out, man. You said 30. 30. You said three. Zero, man. All right, man. So we're going to get off relationships real quick. And in the interest of time, uh, we just going to go to one of these trending topics because there's a lot going on out there, man. Um, there's, there's, man, we're going to do both of these, man. I don't give a damn. There's, uh, these, uh, these two socially conscious brothers, you know, the conscious brothers, like, you know what I'm saying? So there's some conscious brothers out there uh, by the name of Dr. Umar Johnson, who most of y'all probably know. And then this other dude named, I think it's pronounced Sarah Setti or something like that. But I came across this feed the other day and these brothers are beefing. These are the Dr. Johnson is known as the Prince of Pan-Africanism, meaning we all need to get our stuff and go on back home. Right. And he's a certified school psychologist. He practices privately throughout the state of Pennsylvania. He lectures throughout the country. He's a blood relative of Frederick Douglass. Uh, yes, he evaluates children ages 3 through 21 to determine educational disabilities and the need for special education services in their school. He is considered a national expert on learning disabilities and their effect on black children with an emphasis on correct classroom cultures and climates to have successful uh, young black boys come out of them. And then this other brother, uh, Sarah Setti, I, I, forgive me if I'm pronouncing the name wrong, uh, is known as the general of Canada's conscious movement. These niggas are on YouTube beefing hardest ever talking about man g i tried to call a meeting of the elders dude didn't want to come i got the biggest name in the game he need to get on my level if he want to decline an offer i shouldn't have even invited him in the first place because he ain't nobody so dude shot back like he ain't nobody and this and the third blah 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 they go into it to the point where i'm talking about dr johnson is telling this dude nigga you'll never be six three what what's that to do with anything right, he pretty much calling dude anything? short he like man you're you're short and dude is like, well, you fat and you got titties. and what, man? <laughs> It went so left. And my question is, when that type of thing happens, man, like imagine a past, a, a two pastors getting into it like that. Two uh, politicians getting you know, taking the gloves off, which they usually do. But nevertheless, man, what happens to your impact of your following? Y'all the conscious brothers. Y'all the ones that preach and teach, come together, unity. Let's all get our stuff and go back to Africa. And now y'all on here looking like goddamn meek meals and game. So what impact is that going to have on their future lectures, their future impact, and their future influence on those that they're trying to reach? Reese, what do you think? Um, I just think it's going to divide the people. It's going to divide the people, and it's going to make the people say, see, they ain't no better. Right. They ain't no they ain't better. No better. Why, so why, why am I listening? Listen why should I listen to them? Listen to them. We're going to kick it today. today. Listen to them. I think you have to um, not uh, get... Like you can't pay attention to the fluff. Yeah. Okay, everybody 
personally we may have yeah. disagreements and you know may not like each other for whatever reason, but you can't let that cloud the judgment of their message. Gee, for those of y'all that are tuned in on the app, thank you first and foremost. This is this and the third brought to you by Urban Broadcast Media. For those of y'all that are on Facebook Live, you're not going to be able to hear this little snippet, but for those of y'all that can listen to this man and tell me how ignorant this sound, man. This is brother Umar Johnson squaring off against uh, Sari Seti. Listen to this. That's why you may be the prince of Pan-Africanism. That's why I took over this conscious shit by the fucking throat. And don't worry, when I'm done talking about the parent association, I'ma deal with Papa Smurf. I'ma deal with that little dirty nigga. I heard you albino. I be doing that, but ain't nobody gonna control me, nigga. Ain't no nigga gonna control me. You see, ain't nobody gonna control me at all. I hear uh, people making some... Some comments about a, a tribunal, calling some elders to a tribunal, and if if, if don't if the people don't show up, then the people. I, listen here, listen here. I'm not coming to no motherfucking tribunal by some goddamn elders that have not even been active in the goddamn community. What makes you an elder? I got elders of my goddamn own. Don't come out here. Calling out no elders, nigga. And I heard exactly when I, you know, I don't call no names. Cause you ain't big enough. Nigga talking about ain't nobody out in the game bigger than him. Let me explain this shit to y'all one more time. Okay? I created this shit in my mind long before it existed. Every motherfucking component. And that big nigga ain't have a part in putting together no component within this community. At all. Okay? And I don't have to run this shit down no more. Gee, so that was a snippet. I mean, this is a 45-minute clip that uh, actually took place. And that was just a snippet, a 60-second soundbite of what's going on. And I just, you know, I, I don't know. And I don't even like to highlight the ignorance, but it did come across my desk. So I wanted to at least talk about it and talk about how we as individuals, regardless of how much uh, of a following you do or don't have in social media or on in real life, I'm talking about leadership is influence. If you lose your influence, you don't have any leadership right. left. Nobody's going to follow you when, when you show out like that. When you show your ass like that, people are going to be like, you know what? One strike. Get out. Yeah, your true colors because uh, pressure bursts pipes. And when people get back into a corner, they're going to show you who they truly are. And when y'all see that interview, man, it just it just draws so many questions to my mind about who these brothers really are and what their true intent is. So my, my final question on this topic is, do you think that the Pan-African movement or the conscious movement is just a hustle or is it something real? Everything is a hustle, mm. depending on who is, who is pushing it. Um, I, I think people need to take the um the meat of the content of what the message that they're trying to push mm-hmm. take that and then run with it right you don't have to uh sit and follow like these men aren't god right okay these pastors aren't god straight up you just are supposed to take the message apply that to your life and how you can use it and then move on right um cuz really they sound like two dummies <laughs> two goofy old men That's arguing they about they sound nothing. like Z. Like and what do y'all have? What like you know? It's just it's really unnecessary. Like, I got books. I got lectures. I'm published. I'm Frederick Douglass' right, so third cousin. What? what have you done lately, you man? Know, like, Z, straight up, helping? man. Who are you helping? Are you now helping? I think Denzel. Shout out to Denzel Washington. Say who have you helped today? Today. 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 Every day. Right. So let's get let's get on that, man. But uh, man, I just know 
it's, it's a certain group of people that's laughing at that interview, and it ain't us. All right, so the last uh, piece of the day, we got about two minutes left, man. We're going to talk about some um, final thoughts, man, before we get into New Year's Eve. I just want y'all to check out this um, Inside IQ quiz. I'll make sure I post it to the Facebook Live feed after the show. But it's pretty much talking about millennials, and it was pretty much saying how millennials are those they qualify millennials as those that were 84 and later so if you were born in 1984 or after if you were born in 1984 or after you're considered a millennial you just missed oh poor baby what what is that what is what are after the millennials before the millennials that's us i don't know what we're called Uh, generation dopeness i don't know but nevertheless (laughs) let me get to this real quick so we can talk about new year's eve uh parenting technology and impatient impatience and environment are the four things that they're saying is so messed up about this current generation they're saying in terms of parenting they're subject to failed parenting parenting strategies because they try to tell you that everybody's a winner nowadays and that is absolutely not the case when you get into the real world technology they're saying we're good for putting filters on things that's a dope way to spin it because we out here projecting a a lifestyle that is just grand and fine and this and third and there's a lot of people out here suffering from depression and 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 damn they're addicted to social media and the likes and the comments and this and a third to certain degrees just trying to make sure that they get those releases of dopamine that alcohol and and drugs and, and 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 gambling tend to give our elders uh impatience they want everything right now instagram is named insta for a, a right, reason you right. know what i'm saying you get it right away and there's nothing in life that's worth uh, any value that you can get over overnight like that your career ain't gonna blossom overnight unfortunately and your relationship is not gonna be blossom overnight and those are the most important things at the end right. of the day not in right. any particular order and last is the environment when they get into the real world Everything is valued on what have you done for me lately. We just said that, right? And the immediate success. What have you done today? What can you do for me right now versus the long-time development of our young people? So we're going to talk about this in more depth on the next episode, but I just wanted to plant that seed. that We're going to be talking about millennials going forward, but right now we're going to talk about the ending of a of a year and of the beginning of a new year. Yeah, right, talk about right, it. Right, right, right. So today is the last Friday of 2016. Straight up, our last show um, of the year. Exactly. And what are you, what are some of your New Year resolutions or better living habits? Better because living. I like New that. New Year resolution thing that that died yeah. out after January 30, 31st. Dunzo. Um so what in 2017 are you going to do differently that'll help you get closer to where you're trying to go? Do you have your answer today? <laughs> Maybe right. do you have your but, answer? Okay, I I I do and I don't. So this year, I've written down all my goals already mm-hmm. and the steps that I'm going to take to get there. Mm-hmm. So I'm already ahead of the game. Because right. usually I get into February and be like, okay, this is what I need to do. Well, I'm already ready for that. Like okay. I'm going into January like this is what's up. This right. is what I got planned. This is what I'm doing. This is what's next. So, you know, just trying to stay ahead of the game right? Um, and get back on my gym shit. Straight up, straight up. Shout out to my mama that just uh, tuned in, man. I see you, Mama Sherry. Um, so my, I don't really have a resolution, but I know one thing that I'm going to do better of this year is less social media. And what I mean by that is not that I'm not going to be on it as much and this and third, but I'm not going to. That's not going to be the first thing I check when I wake up. That's not going to be, you know, what I'm saying it like. So this is my thing. When I wake up in the morning, I go to my Bible app. Go to my YouTube, get my meditation on this and the third, and then I go to Facebook and I wish all of my friends a happy birthday to have a birthday on that day. So it's usually about 12 to 15 people. When I start doing that January 1st, I'm going to wish you happy birthday. And then if I don't know you in real life, I'm going to defriend you because I was so eager when I was doing my promotional thing to get up to the max amount of followers so I could send out the most communication to many people. 
there's people that I want to be friends with on Facebook that I can't because I'm at the max. Yeah. So my thing is, I'm going to keep it 100 with y'all, man. I'm going I'm to kind of scale back and get in balance with this whole social media thing. And it's less about likes and this and the third and more about love for more me this year. More genuine relationships. It's more about genuine relationships, man. And with that, man, we just want to sign off. Tell y'all, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy be New safe. Year. Be safe. You know what I'm saying? Uh, get your black eyed peas together. All y'all that still be on that holiday tradition. And uh, we got one more thing to celebrate at the end of this year, man. And that's uh, seeing it through. Being able to say, hey, I made it to 2017, man. So we right. thank y'all once again for tuning in to This, That, and the Third on Urban Broadcast Media with your boy Calvin L. King and the lovely Miss Reese PC Peanut Butter Cup. Y'all can catch us each and every Friday evening right here on Urban Broadcast Media. Da- definitely download the yeah, Urban Broadcast app. Media app and check us out on www.urbanbroadcastmedia.com. Shout out to D. Curtis Randall on the board. Shout out to all the kids in the building for uh, Friday, Family Friday here at UBM. <laughs> and just check us out, man. Anytime, rain Sleet the snow, we on your airwaves, man. It's your boy CL King, and it's the lovely Reese's PC signing Peace off for out, another y'all. successful episode Happy of this, that, and the third. Happy New Year and all that, man. One love, one love, one love. And we out. We gone.